you got time for a workout? Ah, yeah. I was hoping you'd call. Let me get to my machine. Awesome. Welcome to the Concept2 Workout Podcast, where we provide coaching and guidance through fun, challenging, and unique sessions on the Concept2 Row Erg, Ski Erg, and Bike Erg. Basic understanding of rowing, skiing, and cycling is helpful before you participate. You can find technique videos on all three movements at concept2.com. We ask that you also read our liability disclaimer posted in our show notes and consult your physician before engaging in any physical activity. Thank you for tuning into As the Flywheel Spins. Welcome back to another season of As the Flywheel Spins. My name is Katie and I will be your coach today. I am thrilled to be back. This whole season is going to be dedicated to introducing you to coaches, programs, and apps that provide engaging experiences for you, the individual user. First up, I have my coworker, Meredith, who is jazzed about being our first guest, as this season has something kind of totally different with the challenge of being and working remotely. I had to be a little bit more creative. So that took a little bit of investment in different recording equipment. But the cool thing is that I can get anybody on the phone and we can have a conversation. We can even work out. It's, it's kind of cool. So silver lining, we're doing it. Your workouts are back. And our goal is to give you lots of options of different ways that you can go out and explore all of the different avenues of engagement with our machines. There are so many wonderful coaches out there. There are so many wonderful apps out there. There's so much information, groups of people that get together and do our challenges. Um, It's all awesome. So we'll talk to Meredith a little bit after the workout, but let's do it. All right, I'm on my machine. Okay, awesome. And ready when you are. Okay, let me explain what we'll do for the warm-up. It's kind of a, a fun, we've done it in the boat about a million times. We are going to hold our stroke rate steady at our 24, because that's what I know and love. And we are going to do a minute just to settle into that 24. We'll row a just row on our monitor and row up to one minute. And at that one minute mark, we're going to start with one stroke on, one stroke off, two strokes on, two strokes off, all the way up to 10. And we should be warm by then. Sound good? Sounds great. I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. So let's just turn our monitor on, press menu or menu back, and then just row. Our damper right now is going to be set somewhere between four and five. Just right in the middle there, our foot stretchers set to have the strap going around the widest part of our foot. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've recorded. (laughs) It's crazy, (laughs) but it's so good to be back. Okay, 
I always do this final wipe of the monorail, making sure that it's nice and smooth. It's kind of like the princess and the pea story with me on the monorail. That all nice and smooth. All right, I'm grabbing the handle. We're gonna sit ready. Ready all, row, here we go. 24, we'll have this first minute just to dial in at that 24 strokes per minute. Sit up tall, long arms. And in about 15 seconds, I'll start the call. We're gonna take one stroke on, one stroke off, then two on and two off. Holding on to that 24 stroke rate, ready. Here we go, let's take one on, sit up tall, push. One stroke off, two strokes on, here's one, and two, two strokes off, nice and light, and two, three strokes on, here's one, two, and three, three strokes off, here's one, nice and easy, two, and three, four strokes on. Here's one, flywheels, make some noise. Here's two, and three, and four, four strokes off. One, two, three, and four, five strokes on. One, and two, and three, drive through the heels, and four, and five, five off. Breathe, one, two, three, four, and five. Let's go six now. Here's one, two, three, four, five and six six off one two flywheel goes quiet three four five and six seven on be sharp at the catch here's one two three four Five, six, one more, seven, seven off, one, two, relax the shoulders, three, four, five, six, seven, eight on, here's one, good, here's two, and three, and four, four more. Four, three, strong legs, two, and one. Our eight is off here. 
One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six long arms. Seven. And eight. Two more rounds. Here's nine on. One. Strong. Two. Smooth. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Nine strokes off. One. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Good. Nine, ten on. Here we go. Power. One, two, three, four, five. Dig in. Six. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Last ten off. Cool it down. Good. Here's two, three, four, five. Sit up tall. Six, seven, light fingers. Eight. Nine, last stroke, 10. Great job. Oh, big breath. Awesome. You warm? Yeah, I have to open a window. <laughs> usually, uh, usually I'm in my basement and I came upstairs, so can I open a window and get some air in here? <laughs> That's like five and a half minutes immediate warm-up yeah it's great cool so let me tell you what this workout is and why we're going to do it first what I'm hoping is we can they're two minute intervals and I'd like to do 13 of them and I was waiting for your gasp of of response to that but maybe that doesn't sound so shocking to you <laughs> we do have like 30 seconds of rest in between each interval and that 30 seconds we are going to utilize not only to rest but we are going to give ourselves that 30 seconds of time to potentially need to unstrap one foot reach forward change the damper setting on our rowing machine and then strap back in and be ready to row the next interval the energy output during the all of the intervals, um, none of them I would expect us to be at peak power. Um, because there are 13 intervals, that's quite a few intervals. And really, the goal behind this workout is to feel what it feels like when we change the damper setting and move individual levers, and I'll explain that in a, in a moment, um, individual levers at a time. 
And so what we're going to do is we are going to take our first three intervals. We are going to start at a damper setting of five, and then we are going to change the damper setting, essentially changing the environment for which we're rowing in, up to a seven, and then up to a nine. So we're gonna go five, seven, nine. Those are our first three intervals, and those we're really going to use as a continuation of our warm up. We are going to maintain that stroke rate of 24. So the only lever that we are going to shift is shifting the damper setting. Um, later on down the workout, um, we will shift our stroke rate as well. But for right now, all we're going to do is shift the, the setting on our damper. After that, we're gonna go all the way up to a 10 setting, and then every interval, we're gonna go down by two numbers. So we're, then we're gonna go 10, eight, six, four, and two. And then we're gonna go to one and work our way back up um, one, three, five, seven, nine. Okay? Yes, I think I got it. Okay. This is fun. I don't usually play around with damper very much. I know a lot of athletes are really curious about damper setting. And I have to admit, I usually put it on the setting that I sort of have been taught and I don't play around with it. So I'll be curious what my numbers look like and how it feels. Yeah, that and that is exactly why I love training uh, at different damper settings. And I, I do believe that we are all... Um, we all have a, an environment in which we excel at the most. And the, the message here is that we can change the environment that we are exercising in by changing the damper setting. It's as if you were, if you were in a boat and Meredith, this is likely why you were were encouraged to kind of maintain that damper setting of I'm going to assume it's somewhere between four and six, um, because that is the environment in which the water provides you when you're rowing. Um, now that's a generalization because um, you know depending on what kind of boat you're in or how many other people you're rowing with, that's also gonna change the environment in which you're working. But the cool thing about the rowing machine here is that we do have essentially 10 different environments in which we can work. And you can figure out how to work the machine in, and how to work your body efficiently and effectively in any one of those different environments. And that's what, what what I want you to get out of this workout is just the experience of seeing how that environment can can change. Okay, so on our warm up or a continuation of our warm up, we have our damper setting at 5 or set to 5. So go ahead and shift that if it's not there already. We are going to program our two-minute intervals into our monitor. So go ahead and press menu. I've got a PM5 in front of me. I'm going to press menu, and then I'm going to go select workout, new workout, 
intervals. I'm going to go intervals time, and then I'm going to change that one minute to a two minute set time, and then I'm going to go down to set rest time, and I'm going to change that to our 30 seconds of rest. Once I'm there, I'm going to press the check mark, and I should see on the top of my monitor two minutes. And that's the work that I'm going to do. The damper set at five. We likely will be super comfortable in this environment. And we're going to row for two minutes. Our stroke rate, we're going to hold at a 24. And holding our stroke rate ste steady, that's one of our levers. Um, stroke rate and damper setting, um, those are two of our levers. We're going to hold our stroke rate steady, and we have a damper setting of five. So, Meredith, are you ready? I am. I'm all set up, ready to go. Curious at the numbers and how uh, how it will be compared to some of my usual training. It's going to be fun. Cool. All right. So let's get ready. Remember, um, we are not sprinting out of the gate. This is just nice, steady, even energy and nothing crazy. Okay, let's sit up tall, arms are long, we're sitting up at the catch position. Ready all, row, here we go. Two minute effort, just again, tapping back into that 24 strokes per minute. Nice. Just noticing this environment. Noticing how at the front end of our stroke, at the catch, we are ready with our torso nice and long, pitched forward as we drive and utilize the strength of our legs. Our first move is to get those heels down against the foot stretcher and we're going to push ourselves away. Twenty-four. Establishing a nice rhythm with our breath. Good. And you might take note of your power output here. If you're looking at your pace, that big number in the middle, taking note of what that pace is. We're finding an intensity to work at that we can maintain through this entire experiment. 10 more seconds. Three, two, and one. Okay, so put the handle down. Unstrap your right foot. We're gonna take that damper from five all the way to seven. Good, strap back in. Hold on to that 24 stroke rate. We're gonna see how our environment changes. Starting in. Maybe I'd like to alternate which one I unstrap. <laughs> and here we go. 
Nice, sit up tall and breathe. So, what did we just do? When we changed our damper from five to seven, we opened up the flywheel cover, which allows a little bit more airflow into that flywheel to impact the speed of our flywheel during our recovery phase. So from our drive, we apply power. During that recovery phase, that flywheel has an opportunity to slow down and with greater amount of airflow impacting that flywheel, flywheel is gonna slow down a lot faster through our recovery. Focus on that 24 stroke rate. Breathe. Nice. If we keep this 24 stroke rate, the front end of our stroke is liable to feel a little bit heavier. Good. Sit up tall. Heels press into the foot stretcher. Long arms. That handle and your seat move away from the flywheel at the same time. Good, and rest. Handle goes down. Oh, I see to get your uh, equal mobility through your hips. Unstrap yeah, one foot. Yeah, good opportunity to stretch out <laughs> a little while I do stuff. Okay, that was a different environment. This will be a different environment. We're at nine now? We're at nine, yep. Sit ready and row. Good, challenging to hold that stroke rate at a 24. Breathe. Good, seat and handle, move back at the same time. Meaning, as you drive through the legs, utilizing the power from that lower body, I want you to think about bringing the handle with you. Bring that handle with you, good. Now, that flywheel at this nine, we can feel that flywheel slows way down during our recovery. And at the catch, we need to put in a whole lot more power or strength into our stroke because our goal is to get that flywheel to spin fast again. Nice job.
up here at the top end of our damper settings, we have to rely on a lot of strength from our muscles. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Good. Handle down. We bump it all the way up to 10. Oh. We're topping out. Feels like a sluggish boat when you're used to a <laughs> racing show. Yeah. But you're like going through mud. It's just a different feel. Three, two, one. A little more of the same here. Nice job. Good, find that 24. Moderate intensity, smooth. Okay. So during these next few intervals, 10, 8, 6, 4, and 2, I want you to pay attention to that catch position and the moment you are required to turn that movement around, to switch from your recovery into that drive. That moment where you're floating up to the catch and then it's your job to turn that handle direction around. Nice. We're at our 24. Sit up tall. Long bodies. 10 more seconds. Three, two, and one. Excellent. Okay. We go from 10 down to eight. Good. So, in this direction, when we go 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, we will be gradually closing off the amount of airflow that comes into the flywheel and impacts it. Sit up tall. Ready? Row. Here we go. Changing that environment will change what you feel here. Uh, this one definitely feels different to me. Yeah. So what you're going to notice is that in order to get the handle and the seat to move together while applying force, you need to be a little bit quicker at that moment where you turn over from your recovery into that drive. You will hear us coach that, the saying being quick at the catch. 
quick at the catch. Drive the heels down and push away. Find that 24 and stick with this for the next minute. Breathe. Beautiful. Smooth. Quick at the catch. Ten more seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Okay, so the name of the game here is to have a quicker and quicker and quicker turnover at that catch position in order to connect or lock in to the speed of the flywheel. While we maintain this 24 strokes per minute, that flywheel is gonna be spinning kind of fast. Ready? Here we go. You'll see what I mean right, right. here. Six. We are at a six. All right. Thank you. Nice, so right now we are probably at the top end of our comfort zone, right here in the middle. A six on the damper. Rowing at a 24. Locking into the speed of the flywheel and making it spin faster as we go through the drive. Nice work. Heels down, strong legs. Push yourself away. Thirty more seconds. Three. One, nice job. Okay, we go from the top end of our comfort zone down to the bottom end of our comfort zone. We're at a four. Damper setting a four. 
being quick at the catch. Almost halfway. Yeah. Breathe quick at the catch. Three, two, one. Here we go. Flywheel's gonna be spinning a little faster when we get there. So turn it around a little faster. We wanna come into the catch, slow and controlled. And we wanna push away from the catch. Something fierce. Nice job. Find that 24. My coach used to say, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I know she wasn't the first one to say that. Good, quick at the catch. Turn it around. Give me 30 more seconds. Tricky. In control through that recovery. Push away. Ten more seconds. Stay quick. Three, two, and one. Lovely. Okay, potentially unchartered territory down here. We're at a two, lots of skill. So you know how the top end, we relied a lot on our strength. The bottom end here, we, we're gonna rely on our, our muscle fibers to react quickly, right? Big jump. Ready, row, here we go. That flywheel is going to be moving fast. We're at a 24. At that 24, that flywheel doesn't have an opportunity to slow down. Not a whole lot anyway. Closing off that airflow. We've got to lock in and make it spin. Lock in and make it spin. Twenty four. One more minute.
Good, power output. We're making that power output. We're trying to have it be the same thing from when we started. Is it the same? Good, quick at the catch. Jump off those foot stretchers, take the handle with you. Nice job. Three, two, and one. Nice work. Awesome. All right, damper goes all the way to one. We are gonna change things up a little bit. So I told you before, our one, three, five, seven, nine. We're gonna try and change two levers. Those levers are, we're adjusting the damper, but now we're also going to change our stroke rate. And it's gonna be challenging right now, but we're gonna look for a 20 strokes per minute. Right here, sit ready, and row. We're at a one. I want you to take a big breath, and I want you to slow that stroke rate way down. I want you to slow that stroke rate way down by slowing your speed through the recovery. All right. Yeah. I'm finding myself have to accelerate a lot, but I get a really long rest on that recovery. So essentially what we're doing is we are trying to give that flywheel some natural time to slow down so that it feels similar to the catch that we experienced when we are, have the damper set to five. Slowing that stroke rate way down. That does not mean we necessarily have to take power off of our drive. I just want you to focus on going very slowly through your recovery. Tricky, tricky. We go through our recovery slow as can be. Arms away, body over, slowly compress hips, knees, and ankles. Breathe. Stick with me for 30 more seconds. Arms, body, legs, push. Arms, body, legs, push. Ten more seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice job. All right, we're gonna change it to a three. So moving on up a little bit. This time our stroke rate, we're gonna bump that up to a 22. We're at a three on the damper. We're gonna add a little speed in our stroke rate. Breathe. Sit ready at the catch. Ready all. Oh, here we go. 22 stroke rate. Add a three. We have our comfort zone that our body understands how to produce power. 
can we figure out how to work the machine at any environment and fitting that into our comfort zone. Right now we're at a 22 strokes per minute. Yes. Application of power is moderate. Give me one more minute here. That's 22 strokes. Twenty seconds. Three, two, and one. Nice job. Okay, full on comfort zone. Out of five, at our twenty four. To see you again, five. <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> well done. So now we're at a 24. 10 seconds. Breathe. Three, two, one. Here we go. 24. Moderate intensity. This is what you know. We're passing by our comfort zone right here. Strong legs. Good, drive through the heels, shoulders down, long arms. Our fingers are just hooks on that handle. Good. If I were to give you a cup of water, could you balance it on the top of your head as you took an entire stroke through the drive, through the recovery? Lovely. 24. Inside your comfort zone. Ten more seconds. 
three, two, and one. Nice job. Okay, two more intervals. We're going up to a seven. And remember what I said. So we increase the damper. It has an opportunity to slow that flywheel down as we give it time. So we are gonna speed up our stroke rate so it doesn't have as much time. We're going 26 stroke rate. Okay, a little faster. Three, two, one, here we go. So at a seven, 26 strokes per minute. Limiting the amount of time that that flywheel has to slow down. Challenging our ability to let the machine set up and how we work the machine give us that same feeling at the catch that we're comfortable with. Sometimes we have to speed up that stroke rate. Quick at the catch. Give me 30 more seconds. 13 strokes. That's right. Still drive through the heels. Nice long torso. Swing, push and swing. Three, two, one. Okay, one more interval. We're going up to nine out of 28. Remember, we are, we've changed the environment. Now we are working with the environment that we're in. And what was that stroke rate at nine? 28. 28, all yeah. right. We got that. You're gonna move through That's the recovery quick, a little quicker. Quick turnaround at the end. That's right, yep, ready. Here we go. Final interval. That's right, quick arms away at the finish. Quick heels down at the catch. 28. There it is. Give me 90 more seconds of work. Then we are done. Sit up tall, moderate intensity, breathe. Work with this environment.
One more minute. 28 strokes. Thirty seconds. Strong legs. Twenty. Ten. You got this. Three, two, one. Take a breath. Let's row it out just a little bit. <sighs> nice and easy. We made it. If you want to take your damper, set that back down somewhere between four and six. Somewhere that's not seven or higher. Very nice. How do we feel? Meredith? No, I've lost her. Hello. Hello? Hi. Oh my goodness. Literally, it hung up. You were like, and done. And it hung up. It just fell out. Weird. All right. So the ending to that workout didn't really go as planned, but... Feel free to keep rowing, cool yourself down, listen in to our interview. Yeah, hi. Hi. Okay, good. I'm on the AirPods. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so the interview portion of this episode is centered around letting our users know all of the fantastic opportunities that Concept2 ourselves provide to them above and beyond giving them a great machine to work on and great customer service should they come across any questions that they have. So Meredith, I thought you are the best person as a person on our marketing team that could Tell everyone all of the great and amazing things that Concept2 has to offer the community. How, how do you feel about doing that? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the exciting things about Concept2 is that we really recognize that there's different ways people stay motivated. So we really try to offer a lot of resources and realize that people are coming from different backgrounds and experiences so you know there's some easy ways to stay motivated such as our workout of the day and that can send you an email daily with a suggestion of what workout you should do and Meredith those those emails just if I can ask a question there yeah those emails you could choose which machine you're using yeah they do so you can sign up for the rower skier or biker and 
then you are sent short, medium, and long options. So I'm a mom, and I often been looking for a short workout. And instead of just doing 20 minutes or 30 minutes, I do like to keep motivated with something new. And while I have my favorite workout, which is usually two or three repetitions of 10 minutes of work with a minute or two of break in between, if I do two minutes, I do a plank. Um, so that's like a go-to workout for me, but I often do the same thing over and over again. So I do like checking in on the workout of the day to find a little more inspiration or just a new idea and different ways to program that performance monitor. It gives the button pushing right there. So you can set it up and program it. The numbers are like A, B, C, D of the buttons on the side for that performance monitor, but it makes it just so much faster to get started. Cool. The workout structure is there. So say there's like an interval workout or even like the workout that we did today, 13 intervals of two minutes of work to 30 seconds of rest. We kind of added our own flair to that set of intervals and the workout of the day will provide you that structure and then you can kind of proceed as you wish. I kind of think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I definitely too. I'm sometimes working on getting power at lower stroke ratings or maybe I'm having more of a rest week and so I'm not pushing the pace, but intervals still split up the workout for me. So those give a really good structure, but then I often will adjust it based on how I'm feeling or goals that I have. Um, a lot of them in rowing do, for example, give strokes per minute, but I don't let that limit me. Uh, you know, if yeah. I'm not feeling up for it and I want to change it a little, that's fine. Yeah. And often, like like you said before, it can just kind of give you the structure or maybe even an idea of what you want to be doing if you want to do something different that day. So that's one That's one thing that Concept2 has to offer. And what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in the logbook. I did not join the challenges for quite some time. Sometimes they fit in my schedule, sometimes they don't. But I will say that's one of the most fun ways that I've gotten involved with other people in the sport. So whether it's a team or individual challenge, there's just different ideas throughout the year, different distances that you can join and make it a goal. And what's nice about that is it's usually a goal to create a finish a distance or as many meters as possible. So it's less about time and doing your fastest. And I mean, I'm my favorite is always the holiday challenge. I think that one's sort of a favorite for a lot of people. <laughs> it gives me something to look forward to coming into November when it gets pretty cold here. But there certainly are other challenges i done as well. I don't think I ever would have tried a marathon if someone had it said, hey, there's a marathon challenge. Do it this month. Um, and so what you're referring to is the logbook, and that lives on the Concept2 website. It does. And that's where I put all of my workouts. And, you know, I also do a lot of exercises outside of uh, Concept2, like I go running. Yeah. And what's nice is that they you can even connect those to some of those other platforms. So the logbook is where I keep all of my rowing, all of my steers, and all of my biker workouts in one place. That's cool. And then on that logbook, I also can 
participate in challenges. And the other thing was that I was thinking of when you were talking about motivation is the ranking. So I'm not really looking to go as fast as possible like I once did. But uh, oh, come on. you can rank and see how fast you are compared to other people. And, you know, that for some people, that's really motivating is just to see themselves get faster in a category or a distance. Yeah. At one point, I believe that you and I were like the fastest ever in the world on the bike erg. I think that's right when we first made Bikers, yeah. so I don't think a lot of people have that. There may have just been two entries, but I'm pretty sure we were at the top of the leaderboard at that moment. We, we definitely <laughs> were. Uh, yeah, it, you know, the, you mentioned the challenges and like getting people together. Yes, virtually, but really right now, how interesting those challenges could be to gather individuals together that are right now uh, remote from each other, you know, different groups of friends or coworkers, that could be a cool way to interact with each other. To me, that's just motivating to see how, you know, these groups of people who live across our state or our region are supporting one another, sending messages back and forth, like, keeping an eye on who's been on the machine and who's been taking a break and giving them some good-natured ribbing about it. It definitely is peer pressure. Love it. Um, Of course, we have the podcast. And really, my hope for the podcast, outside of providing a a way for people to kind of connect in and get a, a workout, maybe learn some things about the machines uh, and the technique used to work on the machines, but then to have this channel of communication where we can introduce new new people, new programs, new apps that are coming out and share how people can get engaged with, with the machine on a regular basis in the ways that they feel like they're motivated to do that. I love, love, love hearing from people that have uh, done all the workouts that we put out on the podcast. I love that it's helping people understand uh, how to work the machines and practice their technique. I think having that moment of feeling what someone is trying to explain verbally and having that that moment to actually practice it is super helpful when you're starting to learn the movement, this repetitive movement. It's really helpful to dial in your technique when you have someone kind of telling you the the points of performance that you're looking for. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, I was going to add to that. I mean, Katie, you you definitely have some fans, and I am one of them. But I will say, you know, I come from an on water perspective where we are used to being coached by coxswains. And people from outside the sport don't always know what the coxswain does, but they are a coach in the boat and providing instruction. And yes, you have the senses of of seeing the person in front of you. But when you're in the pain cave, the only thing you do is you hear that coxswain's voice in your ear. And I think you do such a great job of providing that instruction and correction and thoughtfulness to 
this exercise where we're always really trying to find that perfect stroke. Yeah. So for someone who's never had a costume, like, you know, you're not necessarily specific to that experience in the boat, but I think those of us who have had that or in hand can really relate. And it's super exciting that everyone can have that experience of having you, um, you know, motivate us to change the intensity. I, for one, would not have done that workout today if I hadn't had you pushing me each stroke. And I was really excited. I saw numbers that I didn't really expect to see. And uh, I, I think that comes from that um, that dialogue and motivation of having yeah. And the other thing with the podcast, so thank you for that, is I want people to know that there is like an endless amount of variety that you can get out of our machines. It's, you know, it's not just so uh, you can only use it one particular way, but the it's so vast, the amount of ways. It is. And you know what's so cool about that workout is like, you and I are about an hour and a half drive away, but I could do the same workout with my friends across the world and they don't have to be at the same fitness level That's as right. I am. Like they could be new to the sport. They could be trying to lose weight. Maybe they are really competitive, but it doesn't matter. We can do the same workout together. And I find that so yeah. cool. Like it's like a different virtual team, just knowing that there's other people sharing that experience with yeah. me. That's cool. And okay, so then what else do we have? So we make awesome machines. We take care of our customers. We have workouts provided via email. We have challenges people can get into with their friends or on their own. We have podcasts that people can listen to, workouts people can do. What else? Yeah, I mean, I think there's some things we take advantage of, which is even some of our technique videos, for example. So, you know, a lot of people look at them when they first get the machine and don't reference them again, but we really do try to provide um, resources even on that level. So it's worth checking in there. We have calculators and, you know, some of those calculators have to do with pacing or Mm -hmm. uh, calories burned, but I'd like to bring them up just to remind people that if they're looking for a resource, there probably is something written on our website to help answer those questions. Um, just knowing the richness of everything that we offer. So, you know, the technique videos, once you get started, there's still an endless amount to learn on technique. I mean, gosh, I've been in the sport for 22 years and I'm still working on my technique. Yeah. Ditto. (laughs) Yeah, and if you um, watch the videos, you do the workouts uh, that are given to you, you listen to the podcast workouts, you do them along with us, um, and you're still like, there's something not clicking or, or you know you have more potential inside of you and you're just not tapping into that, we have the page on our website that houses the list of names of instructors all over the U.S. and Canada, you know, of of trainers that you can contact that have passed our our certification program 
put out by You Can Row 2 and Dark Horse Rowing, the two entities that teach that certification program. So there's a lot of knowledge that we can steer you towards. Yeah, I mean, I think finding an instructor that's nearby and checking in is always a great way to take your training to another level. Whether you're getting started or looking for suggestions on something specific, these are experts in the field, and we really try to pull together a great group of instructors who are happy to answer questions, have worked with people from all sorts of different backgrounds, and really ready to be helpful. So I think that the instructors are a really great way to find someone that can work on you one-on-one. For a lot of people, that's what they need is they have a specific question related to their training and that's why we have these these instructors available i think that's a great resource that we should probably share more often yeah. and then you know that begs the the question of like what if you know some of uh, our listeners are from overseas other countries outside of the u.s where where do they go meredith when when they are looking for for some information yeah certainly so we do have offices overseas and local dealers so i always suggest checking in with your local representative if you're in another country certainly you can always uh check in with us if you need to find that person but on our website we do have all of our international contacts and certainly when it comes to instructors there are some people who might be able to work uh remotely so sure that's a nice feature to put out there if there's someone in your time zone or that you would be able to connect with. Yeah. And our our coworkers that are overseas are uh, super knowledgeable themselves and know people in the industry uh, local to their area. So Concept2 anywhere, reaching out to them is, is probably your best bet. They're going to have a, a wealth of knowledge there to share and are f- happy to share it with you. Definitely. Cool. I have one more thing that I think a lot of people haven't realized we have. Wonderful. And that's that, you know, people are definitely getting more connected in terms of their training, especially when we're at home. It's really hard to replicate that idea of working out together towards common goals. Certainly the podcast is such an easy way to add that element. For those who are looking for something a little different, like maybe a visual or something that adds a competitive element, there are a growing number of apps out there. So we have a list at concept2.com backslash app. And I just think that's a great resource. I would hate to see someone not use the machine because they're just fumbling with, you know, how to get a workout and some of those are really great technological ways to join a class for example oh, sure. or you can get one-on-one coaching from some of those and some apps even will help you program the performance monitor so that's one way to get additional training that might be a good fit i just think it's really exciting that technology offers a really nice in-home experience and what's nice is with our performance monitor there's quite a few options. You're not stuck with one solution. So there's many to try out. Most of them have free trials. That's awesome. We have our own app as well. We sure do. I love Earn Data just because once you get it set up, it's so 
easy to sync the workouts to the logbook. And I love having everything in one place. It just keeps my meters just so well organized. So I tend to use our data on every activity. Yeah. And uh, it's nice because it also works in the background. So I usually can put on another app. And sometimes, I'll admit, I throw on Netflix. <laughs> so our the Concept2 app is called ErgData. And you open up ErgData, connect it to your performance monitor, and that will, that setup will take the work that you've done on the machine and relay that information directly to your logbook where Meredith was explaining, like that's where she keeps all of her workouts listed so she can keep track of what she's done over over a long time. Or if she's doing a challenge, you know, keeps track of her meters. But it's a really nice and convenient way to have it automatically just kind of get your information uploaded to to the logbook there so you don't have to do it manually. So. Yeah, it's kind of like a recording device. Mm-hmm. But then once I connect each time, I just press sync. And then if I do go into the logbook later, I can also see additional statistics. And ERG data itself gives a lot of additional data. Like stroke by stroke, isn't it? It is. And there's so much there. For me, at the end of the day, I really like to know my time and distance and how long it took. Yeah. But like I say, I might be training for certain things where it's, it's something different to look at and play around with. Something like the interval workout we did, you know, it, looking at some of that data might be a little interesting of how things change at damper. So while we only changed one variable, it still would, I could look at the different data coming out from that. Yeah, your power production through your stroke each time. And yeah. how that environment change affected your your ability to produce power through the stroke. That's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, there is one more place that is a good community online. We do have a forum, and certainly people help each other out on the forum. We have posted the online forum for many, many years, and it's really a community where people answer and ask each other's questions. It's where you can find teammates for one of those challenges, like I was talking about. So. You don't have to know other people. Plenty of people create teams and are looking for teammates. Um, so there is an online virtual community just where you can share tips, training, ask questions, and talk about the sports you love. How, how would someone find that forum? Yeah, so really, I always navigate from concept2.com. And right at the top, there's a good link to the logbook, and there's a separate link to the forum. So... Um, that's really the hub of all the activity. And there's so much in our website. Yeah. If there's, there's almost so much that uh, I think it can get overwhelming, but the search function is really good. So if you're ever having a question, other than just looking around the training and motivation pages, certainly feel free to, to search because the content's usually there. Yeah. And we always do our best to try to organize it, but we also are a company that wants to make sure all the resources are still there. So, you know, even if a question was asked many years ago, the answers probably still, still up there. So that, that knowledge is not lost. Yeah. Well, gosh, thank you so much, Meredith. Thank you for all of your information. Thanks for doing the workout with me. Um, oh, so fun. I love these workouts. It's great. It's so great. And for those of you out there, you can hear more 
from Meredith on all of the blogs that she has written. That's another thing that you can find on her website. She has done a, a lot of work giving out her her knowledge through those blogs. So be sure to you, uh, look her up. And yeah, I guess we'll see everyone next week. I really appreciate you tuning in. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's always a fun time. Bye. All right. See you. Thank you. Bye.